welcome witches. Thanks for tuning in to the Witchy Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee, and I'm so glad you could join us. Each week you'll hear advice and interviews, as well as tips and information on all things witchy. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of Witchy Vibes. Welcome everybody to episode number 10. Where are my ghouls at? The not so serious side of the paranormal. We are joined by a special guest. Um, She is uh, from Florida. She has been studying the paranormal since she was seven years old um, and she now works in the haunted attraction industry. She is the creator and host of her own podcast uh, called Mischief Life. Welcome to the show, Martini Martinez. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners just quickly? Sure. Uh, My name is Martini Martinez. I had a whole bunch of paranormal stuff happen to me when I was little, so I've just kind of been running with it, trying to figure out what's going on my whole life, essentially. And uh, in my spare time, I scare people the fake way. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, let's start at the beginning. Um, What was your very first paranormal experience? Well, I was at my friend's house. It was the first time I was at her house, and uh, we were little. We were seven. And um, it was just her and her mom at home. So we were in her bedroom and she was like, I'm going to go get us a snack. So she walks all the way to the kitchen and I'm just by myself. Like pretty much the whole back of her house is empty. Her mom is outside. So the only other person in the house is her. And as I'm sitting in her room, uh, I hear somebody say my name. And what struck me as weird is Martini is not my birth name uh, my birth name is actually really hard to pronounce so that's why I use martini so when people say my name and pronounce it correctly it kind of catches me off guard sometimes and it was pronounced perfectly so that caught me off guard and also it was a man's voice and there were no men in the house and when she came back she was like hey you look freaked out what's going on and I told her I heard a man say my name and she was like oh yeah that's mr f he lived in the house before us he had a heart attack in my room (laughs) okay and then i like asked her mom because i thought that she was lying to me and i was like some guy didn't die in her room and she was like yeah before we bought the house he passed away in her bedroom so since then i've been a little bit obsessed (laughs) (laughs) right so that's what started it all mr f was mr f Yes. Wow. Okay. And that led you to, to start investigating these these paranormal happenings. On TV, there's movies, there's, you know, all these um, ghost hunters, paranormal activity. It almost kind of glamorizes the profession. Um, is, there any, is it anything like that in, in real life or is it more just kind of sitting around just waiting for something to happen? So I thought that it was going to be like that. I thought that I was going to like – strap a camera to my body somewhere and go into some creepy haunted building and that it would just be nonstop the whole night. Um, Once I started investigating, it's really unlikely that that's happening. If that is happening, you need a lot of people for that (laughs) because, you know, most of the time we're going to somebody's house and, you know, it doesn't take a lot for somebody to ask for help in their house. I mean, you start hearing 
voices here and there, and then you should probably be calling somebody. So hopefully it doesn't get to that point. I've been to some that are pretty bad, but it is, even in the pretty bad ones, it is a lot of sitting around. You do have to, you know, I, I investigate with friends most of the time. So, you know, there's a, there's a little like giggling and fun before we get there. And we try to kind of get it out of our system because you do have to just sit really quietly in the dark and just wait for something to happen. Even if it is um, an aggressive or a very active haunting, most of the time it seems like the spirit wants to see kind of what you're doing before they do anything. So it's, I think the show has to cut out all that dead space so it seems super nonstop and crazy. But in reality, in between each incident, there's probably at least a half hour of just like sitting in the dark waiting for something to go on. So they're like vibing you out as much as you're trying to vibe them out. <laughs> I honestly think so. I think they try to figure out who they're dealing with a little bit before they, they make a move usually. Right, right. I bet you've got some crazy and, and creepy stories that have happened. Um, could you maybe share one with us? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the one that seems to catch people off guard a lot uh, is there was this spirit, Jack. I just named him that because that's what I felt in my head, like, matched. But um, I was probably from the age of, like, 12 to 16, I would see him randomly and it wasn't always in the same place. I saw him at my school. I saw him at at least, I think it was three different friends' houses. I saw him in my house. I saw him outside of my house and he would just, it was a shadow figure that was probably like 5'11 and he would just watch me. And I have no idea how in my head I know that he was facing me because you can't, I couldn't see any features. So, like, I couldn't see a face or anything like that. But I just knew that he was watching me. And he would show up if it was, if I was outside and I was on, like, a residential road, the average distance was probably, like, two or three mailboxes from me. He would just stand there and just watch me. Wow. Was it creepy? Like, did... Did you get like a negative feeling from it? What's strange is I, I certainly didn't feel good, but I somehow like, I didn't get the feeling like he was going to ever hurt me, but I did get the feeling that he was going to keep following me. It was kind of this vibe of like, I'm always going to be here. And anytime that I thought like, oh, he wouldn't, he wouldn't ever show up within two or three days, he'd be there. It was it was almost kind of just proving to me like no I can I can go wherever you go I can <laughs> right. see where you are and it didn't seem friendly but I wasn't afraid it was just kind of this like ominous like presence that just seemed to really want to make itself known and then after the age of 16 17 I stopped seeing him that much so I don't know if it was just that age I was more receptive but after that, I didn't really see him anymore. Right. And you didn't know who it was? It was just sort of a random, random figure? That's the thing. I, I never, like, at that point in time, no one I was close to had, had passed. 
or anything like that. I tried to communicate with him in different ways and nothing would ever come through. I wouldn't get responses. Um, but I've had, I had friends that also saw something. So it wasn't even like, I thought maybe I'm just imagining this. Like maybe I just have a grown up imaginary friend. Maybe I have like a mental thing going on that I should get checked out. But I had a friend or two with me that were like, did you just see that? And I, I was like, oh yeah, I know him. Wow. So I, I have no idea who that was, or what they were doing, or even if he's still around, I have no clue. He's probably uh, appearing to the next 15, 16 year old. I know. I don't know what it is about that age group, but like, look out. Right. <laughs> that would definitely creep me out. Most definitely. <laughs> That that might be a good spot. Let's cut over to our weekly tarot forecast um, with Elizabeth Leuna. See what's in the cards for the week. And we will be back with more paranormal talk. Hey there everybody and welcome back to this week's tarot forecast. This week two cards have popped out and I just couldn't ignore them. So it's the seven of wands reversed with the knight of pentacles. So what could be happening for you this week or might already be happening is you may feel like you're being attacked on some level from somebody or something. Something that's making you question the work you've put in, what you're doing, your dreams, any of that. It's making you feel like you have to put up boundaries and defend yourself. It may even get to a point where it makes you feel like you want to give up. But with the Knight of Pentacles here, he works on himself for himself, for the betterment of himself, which in turn is the betterment of everyone that he loves and his community around him. He's very methodical about where he places his pentacles and his seeds so that they'll grow. He, he knows exactly what he wants to happen. And other people from the outside might think that he's doing it wrong, but good thing he doesn't listen to them because he's like the only knight that knows he will be king. So he trusts in himself. And also we have the Ten of Swords on the bottom of the deck in reverse. So that means don't give up. There's not an ending here. Keep persevering. If you need to put up some kind of energetic boundaries, go ahead and do so. Just make sure that those boundaries aren't keeping love out as well and inspiration. I love you and you're so worth it. Everything, all your dreams are so worth it. And I will see you guys again next week. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking with Martini Martinez about the paranormal and ghost hunting. Um, what's your advice? I mean, you've, you've probably dealt with a lot of different spirits. Um, what's your advice to our listeners on how to coexist with spirits that they might be sharing in their space? So happy you asked this question because weirdly enough i'm kind of dealing with it now <laughs> um my fiance has always had weird stuff happen but it was never like a haunting it was never him like interacting with spirits it was always just kind of strange coincidences so now we we have something going on in the apartment i'm not quite sure what it is yet but getting him comfortable with what's happening has been a bit of a challenge. I found that what makes him feel the most comfortable is I just say, you have to think of them like it's another living person. 
um, he was very concerned with um, whether or not what he was seeing or hearing was good or bad. And I told him that if you think about it like a person, he heard somebody whisper in his ear. And he was like, I don't know if I should be afraid of that. And I said, how do you feel? He was like, well, I didn't feel any kind of strange way. I said, it sounds like somebody just trying to tell you something. And I was like, if, if some person came up and whispered in your ear, they're probably just trying to tell you something. A few nights later, though, he heard scratching on the wall next to his side of the bed. And he was like, but that's probably not bad. And I was like, see, now I'm concerned about that. Because if somebody comes in your house and is just scratching at the wall, they're obviously trying to scare you. I was like, so that makes me not so okay. Because I, I don't think that that's something that should be happening. If somebody's trying to tell you something, there's no reason for them to be clawing at the wall next to your head while you're asleep. That's clearly trying to give you some kind of negative feeling. That would scare the hell out of me. <laughs> he jumped up in bed so fast. I thought somebody was breaking in the house or something. He was like, I heard scratching. I was like, oh, well, somebody's been whispering to you. So probably the same thing. So how do you deal with that? I mean, do you just kind of ignore it? or? <laughs> so it's weird because I have been investigating since I was little. So it was mainly me worrying about me and my friends. Uh, now that I'm older and it's happening in my house, I have my fiance and my daughter to think about. So my fiance gets very skittish around spiritual things just because he has had some bad stuff happen. So I'm trying to be very like step by step, very inclusive for them. Uh, so I saged the apartment twice already. Uh, the first time I sat down with my daughter and I, you know, showed her the sage and told her like, hey, this is what we're, my light's flickering as I'm talking about this. That's super weird. Um, <laughs> but I showed, I showed her the sage and I said, hey, if anything in the, in the apartment is bad, this will tell it to go away and it will keep us safe. So I let her help me. And um, with him, you know, I'm asking him, you know, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay if I, um, I left a note sometimes. It sounds so weird, but I left a note with a question on it. Um, and sometimes the spirits will be able to make a mark on the paper or write a response. So we were leaving the house for probably about an hour or so to go food shopping. So I was like, is it okay if I leave a note just saying, is anyone here? Is there anything you'd like to tell me? And I was like, I'll leave a pen next to it and we'll see if, if they leave a message. And he was like, so that'll happen while we're gone. And I said, yeah, that won't happen while we're home. When we're home, I'm going to pick it up and tell them they can't talk anymore. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. But then, you know, he does not like it if I sit there with the paper. He doesn't like it if I'm trying to like use a Ouija board or anything like that. So it's just very step by step. You gotta get them included and make sure that they're comfortable, which is the biggest challenge for me because I'm very used to just going 100% right away because it kind of doesn't matter if they scare me. I'm, I'm used to it. Right. So do you think most kind of spirits or, or you know, ghosts per se are just kind of happy to just kind of coexist in, in the space? Like, like they're not sort of being malicious or anything. They're just kind of there. Hey, let's just both get along. <laughs> I think that most of the time it is somebody who passed. And as long as they understand what's happening, they seem to be okay. There are a lot of um, people who 
you know, they owned the house and then people moved in and they still think that's their house or they didn't know they died. And that's sometimes where things get a little crazy because at that point you're an invader to them. But if it's someone who passed and it's like your grandmother watching over you or something like that, most of the time they're just happy to be there. They're happy to be included. They're happy to see you. They check in, make sure you're doing okay. And that's what's mainly going on most of the time. I think with what's going on in my apartment, I honestly think that a spirit has a message for my fiance and just doesn't know how to communicate it yet. So they're trying a whole bunch of different things to see if they can get his attention or uh, get him to listen. Because it's clearly not for me. No one's telling me anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he's not receptive to listen. <laughs> so they're like, listen. <laughs> exactly. They're like whispering. They're like, why does he understand me? <laughs> Let's scratch next to his head to wake him up and make him listen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know that my fiance, like I mentioned that he had a whole lot of crazy stuff happen to him. Um, I didn't know any of this until we were already engaged. And his mom told me one day that when he was a baby, she left the door open a little bit to his room while he was asleep. And he was in his room with his brother. And um, she looked and she saw light coming from the room. So she opened the door and she said that she saw this big like orb of light over his crib. And when when she came in, the light went out the window. And then she like closed the door a little bit again and went back to what she was doing hesitantly but what are you gonna do at that point and then she said she came in to check on him later and there was a big orb of black and she said it looked like in that specific area that the dark was just darker and that was there too and it did the same thing when she opened the door it just went right out the window and then she said she never saw anything like that before that or after that but anytime he has anything paranormal happen, she's like, it's because of the visitations. So I don't know what that's about. Right. So that's her but, theory that like it was kind of a, a visitation from, from the other world or something? Yeah. She, she thinks that something visited him. And she thinks the way that she puts it, she says it's somebody from each side came to visit him that night. And she doesn't know why, but she's like, he's more receptive than anybody in the family. He has like messages in his dreams. The whole family has this weird sense of like something bad is going to happen. It's so strange, but he's the only one that has had the visitations as she calls them. Wow, that's so cool. That's almost like Star Wars, like the good the good side and, and the dark side. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, so somebody from each team? And she was like, yeah, somebody from both teams. I was like, they're just scouts. <laughs> wow, that might be connected with the spirit in your house now. That's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering that. Because I've been seeing, I see shadows out of the corner of my eye. I've only had it happen like three times in two years here. But when I started seeing the shadows is when he started hearing the whispers. So I was like, I think that whatever's going on, it's all connected. I was like, but somebody needs to talk to you because they're not doing anything with me. <laughs> right. They don't care about me at all. He's the one they want. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm trying to talk to them. And they're like, nope, we need him. So it's like rejected. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't know if I should be offended or like what. <laughs> 
was like, I'm leaving notes. I'm like saging. I'm like using stones. Like someone, please. Nope, they don't care. Well, it'd be very interesting the work that you do, anyway. <laughs> it's it's really fun. I know it sounds super scary, but most of the time there's like really sweet, cute things that happen. Um, I've had spirits tell me to shut up before, which I mean, people in life tell me to do that too. So I just <laughs> thought it was funny because I couldn't see them. Even the spirits are telling you. <laughs> exactly. I told my dad and he was like, well, I mean, are you surprised? I was like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen one spirit, my nan, um, passed away when I was 16 and I felt really guilty. I didn't get to go and say goodbye to her. And, um, yeah, she kind of came to me one day while I was asleep and yeah, that that's my experience with, you know, a ghost, but I knew exactly who that was. That's um, so sweet. Yeah, I think she came to say bye to me. That's really corny, but that, that actually happened, yeah. I think that honestly, they, they know that, you know, if you feel bad, I feel like they know that. For sure. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, you know, there's no reason to feel bad. We're cool. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've had a few things like that. Like her smell, I'll, be, I'll, I'll still to this day smell her, her, her scent. You know, everyone's got like their own scent, and yeah. and I'll smell her sometimes. Like, and it's kind of comforting. Like, it's kind of creepy, but it's kind of comforting too. <laughs> that happens to my mom a lot. She smells her mother's perfume. Yeah, and it's it's the sense of calm that mm -hmm. comes over her as soon as she smells it. It's crazy because she'll be really stressed out or like can't find her keys and freaking out about it. And then all of a sudden she'll just relax just because she's like, oh, my mom's here. Yeah. This is probably a bit more, bit more airy fairy, you know, woo woo. But my nan used to be obsessed with butterflies. Like every spare inch of her wall was covered with like butterfly pictures, tapestries, you know, butterflies were her thing. So now every time I see a butterfly, especially when it comes close to me, I'm like, oh, that's my nan, you know, like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where the tradition's from, but there is a, like a, like a saying or a, I don't know if it would be a superstition, but a lot of people do think that, especially the little white butterflies, if you see those, it means that someone's with you. Right, okay, cool. I like to think that that's her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it is to me. I think that they can send signs. For sure, for sure. Um, let's talk about your podcast, um, Mischief Life. What can we, I've, I've listened to, to it, um, but what can our listeners expect if they give it a listen? What's it all about? So basically, um, I'm just full of stories. Most of them are uh, from me doing something stupid or looking for the paranormal and being not as experienced as I thought that I was. And uh, I learned life lessons from that. So I just try to share those a little bit. And, um, you know, I try to make it funny. We, we try to laugh and have fun and just hang out and uh, give you a little break from your day or whatever monotonous task you might be doing while you're listening to the podcast, if you could just giggle through it, then I've done my job. For sure. Well, I'll, I'll um, include a link, obviously, to to your podcast in our little blurb. How else can people get in touch with you? You're, you're on social media. How, how can people follow your work? The best way to follow me is at the Facebook page, which is um, at Facebook, and it's the Mischief Life Podcast. And um, if you want to send emails, uh, that also goes straight to my phone. 
it is mischieflifeatoutlook.com. And then uh, you can see all of the directories that we're on at buzzsprout.mischieflife.com. Awesome. Well, thank you for your stories. It's really awesome having you on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. No problem. It's gone really fast. As I said, we'll, we'll link your podcast so people can get in touch with you and follow the work that you do. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you once again. And we'd love to have you back in the future. Of course. Anytime. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Witchy Vibes is all over social media, guys. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under the handle Witchy Vibes Official. We have our YouTube channel where we post all of these podcasts as well as tarot readings and a whole bunch of stuff coming very soon. So that's the YouTube channel, Witchy Vibes. And we also have our own Etsy store that is uh, etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash witchy vibes creations check us out and support your girl thanks for tuning into today's show you can always contact us at witchy vibes official at gmail.com i'm christy lee blessed be